Friends, we're back with another episode and we are just having the old drive-by conversations. Uh, This is uh, probably honestly one of my favorite ways to record an episode is uh, just got a coffee, I'm driving and just got the old voice memo app open on my phone and it's that easy. I feel like it's an easy way to just have a conversation, kind of share some thoughts uh, with you all and man, uh, yeah, so hope you're doing great hope you all uh, had a fantastic Thanksgiving. I don't know what you got into, uh, but I hope uh, you got to have uh, plenty of food and a great time with family and friends. Uh, we, we did Thanksgiving a little bit different this year. Uh, so all of my family uh, from Australia flew into town and we got to spend the past couple of weeks together. Um, and so we went over to some uh, really close family um, that friends that we, we know very well and got to bring our family there and another mate, his family came together and we kind of had like a big all swim families come together. Um, and it was cool just letting my family experience the Thanksgiving goodness. Uh, my sister said to quote, this is the best meal I've ever had. The sweet potato casserole, the mac and cheese, the turkey, the meat, the, the thousand desserts. And it was just a really good time. Um, but the, what I was thinking about when it came to Thanksgiving is there, there really is something about um, thankfulness. That it, it does something for your soul when you pause long enough to just start saying thank you. And even though in times in life, uh, we might be walking through difficult and challenge and circumstantially things might be difficult just the practice of pausing uh, to give thanks uh, is is something that that breathes life to your soul and I just wanted to encourage you that I don't know what life looks like for you right now but but how often um, are you thankful like just pausing to, to say thanks even in the morning, uh, I, I try my best to create a, a ritual and a practice that when I pause to pray, I just start with, with gratitude, giving, giving God thanks for um, this life that I get to live, for the, for the roof over my head, for the oxygen in my lungs, for the family that I have. Uh, there, there is so much for us to be thankful for, but, but I, I, I wonder, uh, do we have eyes to see it? Because so often when we look around in life, we can see the difficulty, we can see uh, the bills that need to be paid, the, the, the questions about what tomorrow might hold. Uh, but I just wonder, do we have thankfulness uh, as a way of living? And, and I think Thanksgiving does a great way of uh, making us recalibrate and ask the question of, man, what are we thankful for? What is it? What are the things in our life that, that we're thankful for? Not just uh, materially, but, but, but better and more importantly, relationally and, and the f- friends around us and the people that we love and the, um, the life that we get to live. And so uh, had, had a great Thanksgiving and, and I hope you did too. Uh, but just something I, I wanted to kind of narrative society, the power in our story, and just just a couple stories uh, from from the past couple of weeks uh, with my family being in town is probably the most. Uh, so to give context, my my family uh, hadn't uh, been to the south, hadn't been to seeing our life here in South Carolina ever before. Uh, a handful of them had been to the states, but it was like our first time all together. Uh, in South Carolina at, and seeing our life here. And I, I think the overarching, um, I guess, strange thing about it 
was it was really like our, our two worlds colliding because so often for me and Taylor, it feels like we have two lives, like our America life and our Australian life, our, our Australian community and our American community. But through the past few weeks, having our family here, it was like our worlds were colliding and our family were getting to see um, the people that we love so much um, here in the States and kind of getting to see our life that we have built uh, here and getting to witness it firsthand. And it was cool just for our family getting to, to see that. Um, but not only that, for our, our friends and community getting here to uh, meet our family and, and the ones we love and the people that we yeah ultimately grew up with and uh, something cool about that. And it was a time that I really think we will look back on and treasure is just like the few weeks where we all got to be together. But I was talking with my dad on the way to the airport when I was taking him to fly back home of just like, man, it's been probably 10 years plus since we've all been under a roof together at the same time, like sleeping in the same house, waking up in the morning, having breakfast, doing life, having family dinners. But there was something really special for, for a few weeks all together in the one house, even though it was beautifully crazy, a lot of people in the house, not too much space. Man, just something cool about uh, just the simple moments of waking up in the morning and sharing, sh- sharing some coffee together and uh, deciding, hey, what are we going to do today? What's, what's, what's the plans? And coming home and having a family meal together. And I think it kind of made me reflect a lot uh, while having the family there of just like memories as a kid, sitting around a dinner table as a family. And now it's fast forward 10 plus years later, we're all adults um, living our lives. But there's something special about being recalibrated around a table, sharing meals together, laughing together, at times crying, reflecting, having having honest conversations. But there's something cool about, yeah, you, you grow up with these people. You, you, you not necessarily go separate ways, but you just start living your own individual lives. But to have a few weeks together where we came together and just spent high quality family time together, it was really special. And I just wonder for you, um, where, where are the pockets and spaces in your life where you can create um, some family memories? You know, um, it, for us, our context is, yeah, we live in, in another country, so everyone f- flies around to see each other. But I think there is something special to, to the dinner table, uh, to, to breaking bread together and just having those honest conversations. And I just wonder for us, how are the where are the spaces that we need to yeah, open up our lives a little bit more and be a little bit honest and be transparent and maybe invite some people over for meals and, and um, ask them how they're doing. One of the best conversations we had was um, just at the dinner table one night and just kind of reflecting on, our, on, on the past, but getting to just celebrate um, how we feel uh, like what mum would do Uh, my mom would do if she was there with us because there was this uh, really beautiful dynamic to our family being together and if you followed along on the podcast journey over over the first season where I share kind of in depth uh, my personal uh, grief journey uh, in losing my mom suddenly um, about four years ago uh, as she passed away there was something really special to this trip where Often uh, we would talk about mum and it wasn't like we were, we were nervous to talk about her, but just often conversation just started to naturally yield towards, man, how, how would mum 
react if she was here. Like we were talking about if my mum was here with us, uh, she would not leave uh, my, my sons alone. Like she would be over the top, grabbing them all the time, saying, hey, you guys go off on adventures. I'm just going to hang out with the boys because she was like so uh, desperate to be a grandmother. Like that that's all she wanted. Uh, but we were just laughing like, man, if, if we were all on this big family trip together, mum would just be off with the boys hanging and saying, man, I don't care about my own uh, actual children. I'm hanging out with my grandchildren and just like laughing together about how, how mum would be or kind of just telling stories uh, about mum together. But just ultimately talking about, man, we, we feel like mum would be uh, really proud of us. Um, and we know that she would be proud of us, uh, of how, how fast forward nearly four years um, how everyone has responded uh, to to the tragedy of losing our mum, but ultimately feeling like, man, we're carrying on her legacy. And so there was something really cool about being together and, and having, yeah, extended time together to talk through and, and share some stories. And um, even talking about, uh, it was our first time really kind of sharing from each other's vantage point uh, what those first few days were like when mum passed away. Um, hear, hearing my sisters share their um more story, more more sides to the story that I hadn't heard before, and it just kind of adds another color to the to the to the. If you were looking at a picture, like it adds a whole new dimension uh, to the grief journey, to the grief story. But I think that that's something beautiful to families. Like we all are living lives together, but looking at life through a different lens and through different eyes. And and um, I think there's something special to that. That. Every single one of us see life through a different lens, see life through different eyes. But through that together, just like a a mosaic is made up of many different pieces put together, we're all a part of a a bigger story. And and for us in our context, a a part of the bigger theme of our life is the loss of our mum. We've kind of, as some years have gone by, as as her children, uh, hopefully like still are healing, but for the most part, I kind of seen God's redemptive work through this and have, and have walked through some really dark days together. But I think all of us could say that we, we in our own right, can see God's redemptive work through um, this heartache and through this loss and through this tragedy. And ultimately, uh, the idea of legacy is it keeps just ringing deeply uh, within us as her children. Um, and I think as we now approach uh, this 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 we're in the holiday seasons like Christmas is around the corner um, I think we can have a little bit more confidence like we, we've we've weathered the storm the intensity I think ha- has dialed down uh, it doesn't diminish the pain it doesn't diminish the reality that that our mum is gone but I, I think uh, as you live life and you walk in community and you go before God in heartache and suffering, uh, he has proven himself worthy. He has proven himself faithful. And so I think that there's uh, an extra um, spring in the step this holiday season is is um, we were we were together for my mum's uh, birthday a few weeks ago. She would have turned 52. Um, uh, my, my, my dad and my sister flew into Atlanta the day before 
uh, my mom's birthday and just hey shout out to Atlanta man uh, if you live in Atlanta God bless you I, I, I think Atlanta as a city is really cool great food uh, great sports teams a lot of history but man I don't know how people actually live in Atlanta like I need to go down this rabbit trail for a second like I don't know how you handle the traffic it, it is crazy to me anytime I try and take anyone to Atlanta it's like hours on hours on hours of delays hours on hours of just traffic everywhere and so man god bless you if you live in Atlanta but my, my family flew into Atlanta even though I asked them not to I, I won't hold it against them but they flew into Atlanta and I got to see them uh, pick them up the day before uh, my mom's birthday and we're driving stuck in traffic, good hour plus delay. It's about a five hour round trip. So please, any of my family, any of our friends from Australia, please don't fly into Atlanta. Please fly into Greenville. It's much closer to where I live. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not so salty. I got to see um, our family on on the day before for uh, my mum's birthday and we haven't spent my mum's birthday together uh, I think maybe one time since my mum has passed but we're all together uh, and we're like making plans for my mum's birthday like hey what are we going to do um, for it and so we wake up the next day it's 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 uh, Sunday and we, we went to church um, but that morning I got to wake up on my mum's birthday um, nice and early I got a, got a little home gym set up got up before the sun was up uh, with my good old son Eli who loves to wake up before the sun rises threw him on the couch and uh, told him mate watch some Peppa Pig shout out to Peppa Pig I love you Peppa Pig thank you for entertaining my children and then I went to my, my garage and, and got a bit of a workout in and um, played some worship music and I'm thinking about my mom and thinking about, yeah, today is her birthday. And, and honestly, typically birthdays in the past have been really hard. I don't know why, but it just like stings me every time when it's my mom's birthday, because obviously she's not around. I can't call her. I can't text her. I can't hug her. Um, and it just hits me, man, that, that mom's gone. And I'm, I'm outside uh, doing doing my workout and, and just probably my, my favorite part of the day when on my mom's birthday was uh, I was watching the sunrise I was skipping um, but just like what I was talking about earlier I just started thanking God I was thanking God that I got to be my mom's son I was thanking God that I got to uh, live 24 years with my mom I got to live um, a, a, a really special life with my mom and though I, I wish it wasn't taken from me and I wish it wasn't real that she was gone. I am just thanking God while I'm skipping for this life that I got to live with my mom and I'm confident that one day we'll be reunited together again. Uh, but just kind of had a special moment where I just felt like God's peace while I'm looking at the sunrise and it was a really pretty sunrise uh, on my mom's birthday. I'm just like, man, I'm going to see my mom again. I'm just so grateful for that that hope and the promise of, of Jesus that we will be reunited together. And so we went about my mom's birthday, um, saw my family, went to church. Going to church for whatever reason is always really difficult. Um, went through grief, like even though like I, I um, keep
keep going to church. Like I, I think sometimes you have to be honest with yourself that sometimes we don't want to go to church. Sometimes we much rather go get a coffee, go to brunch, do whatever. But there's something about being in the house of God. Do not forsake the gathering. Do not forsake being with one another, rubbing shoulders together, being in the presence of God. You Sometimes you just got to get yourself in the room. And that, that's just a little encouragement to anyone is, man, you have to make a decision to make it a habit, make it non a non-negotiable, like not church is not just an optional thing to go to, but it is mate. This is our life. We will, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will be uh, in the presence of the Lord. We will build the local church and not just out of being a good soldier, but man, there's something for your soul being a part of uh, the, the body of believers, being a part of the, the family of, of, of the Christian faith. Um, and so we go to church, even though I don't quote unquote want to go, uh, but there was something special about I'm standing with my dad and my sister for their first service, um, being a, coming to our church that we're a part of, um, and standing there and some tears run down my face as we're, we're singing these songs of, of the promise and the hope of the gospel. And just being reminded of that reality while also just the reality that my mom is gone. And it's just such a weird dichotomy that you're, you're praising God even in the midst of pain, uh, but you are trusting and holding true to his promises. Um, and, and we don't worship just some mythical, far removed God, but God who is present in our pain and just being reminded of that. And there's something special about standing there with my dad and my sister and thinking about um, it's been years since I've gone to church with my dad. Uh, but thinking about, and I'm standing in worship, remembering like how my mum would worship. And, and honestly, like the, even the, the way she would worship, the way she would raise her hands and um, how, how she would just her, her mannerisms and her character. And it just felt like, man, those moments were flooding my mind. Just knowing, man, that that woman who I've seen worship many, many a time again is still worshiping today and is still alive. And, and, and she is still impacting me by the by what she has deposited in me and and I think that that's a beautiful thing and I think that's why I so often now in worship will uh, just be overwhelmed with gratitude because I know as I worship God I am connecting uh, with my mum through worship because I know she is worshiping the same God and we one day will be reunited because of uh, Jesus and there's something just so precious to that and so anyway, we continued on uh, on my mom's birthday and we made uh, a last minute decision to, we, were get, we, we had a little couple day family trip planned, but we got access to that place that we we're going to early. So we jumped in the car, we made a drive down to beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. And honestly, the day got done pretty quickly because of uh, a road trip and all that stuff. And then we just found ourselves at this house as a family late at night and the day was coming to a close and another monumental moment um, in the grief journey was coming to pass but just also felt a degree of confidence again in God that God continues to show himself to be true God continues to show himself to be faithful and I'm looking at a, at a family that has walked through pain that has walked through heartache finding some healing um, and that's where I want to leave today's episode is, man, and we started it with thankfulness of, man, we had a great Thanksgiving. And as we're heading into the Christmas season, I want to have the eyes to see uh, just the little moments, the, 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 the special moments with my, with my sons and my friends and my wife and, 
but I also uh, want to feel the pain and the reality that my mum's not here in the season. And so I just hope in me sharing part of my story today, uh, there would be anything that encourages you that I don't know what you're walking through in this holiday season. I don't know the pain that you might be feeling. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's feeling cloud nine and life's great. And that's awesome. But I just encourage you to be fully present and to be fully aware of God's nearness in your life. And that, again, every single day, the moments that we live, the, the, the lunches that we have, the conversations that we, we have, the life that we ultimately live and the days that we live are telling a story. <clears throat> One day, one day we'll be old, frail and wrinkly, sitting on a front porch, telling the story of our life. I pray that we would see there is power in our story. So that's it from this episode and I'll see you on the next one.